Welcome to the iTrip Podcast, a platform for people to share why they trip and tell their psychedelic story. I'm your host, Jess, from iTrip, and in this episode, I catch up with Cam Leeds, face of Trip Sitting Blog, founder of Conscious Retreats, and contributor for Shroomtown. I met Cam in June at Psychedelic Science. I was walking through the lobby of the convention center and recognized him from Instagram, so I introduced myself. We've since become supporters of one another. I've been on his podcast, and I was excited to see him at Wonderland and have him on mine. As you will hear in this episode, Cam brings a lot to the psychedelic space. He puts out a great podcast and social media content through Trip Sitting Blog. He writes for a publication called Shroomtown and recently wrote an article on 2CB and put together a holiday gift guide with his pal Sophie. So if you have any psychedelic friends to cross off your holiday shopping list, you should definitely check it out. He's also the founder of Conscious Retreats, which helps people find the perfect plant medicine retreat center based on factors such as the type of experience someone's going for, their budget, location, and how much time they have. Overall, Cam's a really great guy who I'm honored to call a friend. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's candid, down to earth, and relatable, just like he is. Quick and usual disclaimer that nothing in this episode is or should be taken as medical advice. This is simply one man's psychedelic story. Apologies for the occasional background noise. We were sitting outside a Wonderland conference and there was a cold plunge station nearby. So every once in a while, you do hear some cheering. Anyway, without further ado, here's Cam. Hey guys, we're here with Cam Leeds with Trip Sitting Blog. Um, we're at Wonderland conference and I'm so excited to ask you, Cam, why do you trip? Why do I trip? Man, that is a... That's a great question. You asked me that when I had you on my podcast mm-hmm. too, and I, I still didn't have a great answer for it. But the first time I ever tripped, it made me feel this sense of just, not just happiness, but like true gratitude for being alive. Mm-hmm. Something that honestly I'd never felt in my entire life up until mm-hmm. that point. And from that moment, I knew that that was something that I wanted to cultivate more. Mm-hmm. And through psychedelics, that was my way of, of getting to that. So now, when I'm not on psychedelics, I can still actually feel that a lot of times in my life. So what specifically happened to you in a psychedelic experience that you think made you feel that way? Ooh, I mean, so I could talk about, do you want to talk about like the first LSD trip or like the most recent revelation where now it's like a lot more sustainable? Ooh, let's do both. Okay, yeah. so the, the, the first LSD trip, which I actually got dosed. Like, I didn't know I was going to do LSD that night. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends just had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recommend doing that for the first time. But um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I just ended up being like, hey, well, fuck it. Like, this, this happened. I guess I just got to go with the flow here. Mm-hmm. Um, and just had a really, really amazing night. You know, I definitely got the whole visual experience. Mm-hmm. And I was just feeling super happy. And talking with people and I remember I was wearing these like acid wash jeans and like I looked down on them and they were making all these geometric patterns and it was really like the first time in my life where I thought like really thought and felt like maybe everything isn't as it always seems and that I have the power to change the way that I think and it was like just that thought right there knowing that I'm not stuck in the same ways of thinking that I that I have been forever like you know my I think my parents always used to say like yeah you know we're just we're just wired this way mm-hmm. and then it was the first time I was like I can change my wiring I don't have to be wired this way and I didn't know any of the science behind it up until that point but that led me many many years later probably about four years later to going on an ayahuasca retreat in 
in Peru. And that was September of last year. And that was just a truly, truly profound experience. I thought I was going to be pretty good. Like, I thought I had worked on myself. Like, I, you know, I really, you know, I knew the things that I had to deal with. You know, just love people more. And then, you know, it, it showed me that there were so many things deep in my subconscious that I had never truly acknowledged and dealt with. And just really showed me that we're all already perfect exactly as we are like it's not it's not the medicine it's not the drugs it's not the psychedelics that are healing us it's it's bringing us to a state where we can remember that we already are healed mm -hmm. and and realizing that that's always within me and there's nothing else i need to do or achieve or accomplish in order to feel whole and in order to be loved it's that it's it's already there and there's all these societal pressures, that's what, that's what makes you feel like I'm maybe not already perfect or I need to do something else, but, but in reality, it's the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always such a good reminder, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because we do just get caught up in the day-to-day -day and all the pressures and the, everybody else doing all these other things that we might wish we were doing or whatever, and just to kind of have that reminder that, like, we're on our own path and we're in the perfect spot for us. Yeah, yeah. exactly, and, and like, you know, I can, I can say that and, you know, like, I, I know that's true, but really deeply feeling it mm -hmm. during that ayahuasca trip was, was just a whole nother level. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I could have already said that to you probably before mm -hmm. that, but, really but I never it. really felt that ever in my life. And I still don't feel that every day. It's not something that I just wake up and I'm like, damn, I'm perfect in love. Like, hell yeah, life's great. Like, I, you know, I still don't. I still need to integrate all of that and, and it helps create those habits that then help me do that, like mm -hmm. meditation and journaling and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what's your favorite psychedelic, if you had to pick a favorite? Oh, favorite psychedelic. So LSD is what got me started with everything, but at this point, I just I just don't have 12 hours, man. It's a, yeah. it's a long trip. Lately, I just did 2CB for the first and second time relatively nice. recently. And I think currently that's that's my new top dog mm -hmm. as far as just going out and having a great time. But like, you know, they're 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 all tools. Like mushrooms I typically use more for healing, but also still use for fun, you know, for recreational. But it's just, you know, it's your it's your intention behind how you're gonna use it. And I right. think I have different different psychedelics or different tools depending on what I'm trying to accomplish. Absolutely. I think I'm about to really start going through my DMT phase soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, I'm really looking forward to. All right, awesome. <laughs> I'll have to follow up on that one. <laughs> um, so you've come out of the psychedelic closet. Can you talk about what that was like and if you've had any backlash or if you've had a lot of support? I definitely have had uh, a lot of support, but it was it was scary. Not only did I come out of the psychedelic closet as a thing, is I've now made it my entire personality. So it was, yes. it was more one of those like, there's no going back. <laughs> Same. <laughs> once I once I once I do it that way, I, you know, attach. Once you attach your name and your face to it, yep. like you know, there's no going back. But it's it's still really really scary just because it's very unknown. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going to happen. And you know, I was I essentially had to mentally prepare myself to face the consequences if if I wasn't accepted by mm -hmm. certain family or certain friends anymore and if mm -hmm. it did start to create rifts in, in any of the relationships that I had but it was more of understanding that if that were the case it was because those relationships were already superficial to begin with and right. they weren't they weren't good relationships mm -hmm. for me so it's 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 a hard thing to do to really mm -hmm. trust and do that but you know I I, I knew 
coming out of the psychedelic closet was going to lead me to bigger and better things and it definitely has yeah so what all are you involved in i know you have your hand in a lot of things in the psychedelic <laughs> world so can you kind of share what you're what you're up to yeah so i uh i have uh the trip sitting podcast um which you can find everywhere podcast streaming platforms youtube the Instagram is at tripsitting.blog, and I also write for a publication called Shroomtown with my friend Sophie. She's fucking amazing. She's making me a better writer. She's a really, really talented journalist. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I also am the founder of a company called Conscious Retreats. It basically just links you up with a uh, plant medicine retreat center, depending on what type of experience you're trying to have. I just, I've, I've met a lot of people in the space. I know a lot of really good centers and there's a lot of really shitty centers out there too. So it's just somebody else to help you consult during this process, which can often be pretty isolating because we don't have a lot of people to talk about. So I'll just, you know, help you through the process and, and, and do whatever I can. It doesn't cost any money. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So what's your biggest piece of advice to anyone wanting to like, try psychedelics or what's what's like kind of your soapbox whenever it comes to psychedelics things you like to share with people mm. one do your research like know what you're getting into mm -hmm. uh and then two which is a little counterintuitive don't overdo your research sometimes you just gotta you know have that leap of faith and 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 do it and you know again make sure set set and setting is so unbelievably important and you know you can you can always take more you can never take less yeah that's great <laughs> advice <laughs> all right well how can people find you if they want to reach out yeah so uh at tripsitting.blog that's definitely going to be the best place uh send me a dm on instagram uh tripsittingblog at gmail.com if you want to email me and my personal instagram is just at cameron leads <laughs> so like feel free to go there but 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 don't <laughs> um but yeah that's it thank you so much jess i'm i'm Truly, truly honored to, to be able to have this conversation. Um, I was happy that you came on my podcast, yeah. and I just happened to be wearing my iTrip merch today. Yeah. This wasn't planned. So, actually, that's a great <laughs> question. So, whenever you wear your shirt, like, have you had any like interesting conversations? I have. I have a lot of it. A lot of people assume immediately that it's my company, mm -hmm. and then I have to tell them, no, this is my friend Jess yeah, down in yeah. Florida. Um, that is his company to, to start the conversation about destigmatizing psychedelics and yeah, no, it, I mean it does start a really good conversation with people. Anytime I wear a Caesar shirt from Cultivating Wisdom yep, too, I, you know, the same thing happens. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm always, I always like to support people that are uh, within this community that are yeah. just, you know, having the conversations mm -hmm. and, and doing things right and spreading a lot of love. Yeah, I know every time I wear it, someone asks what the deal is with it and it just opens up the door for, for you to be able to have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thank you, Cam. Thank you so much, Jesse Rock.